Hey guys, I'm Valerie. And I'm Jasmine, and this is Crafts, Drafts, and Crying. Welcome back to our very last episode of Season 2. This is our finale! Yay! We've come so far. I know. It's crazy. I'm very excited about all of our listeners. Um, We... I guess we're going to spoil season three for you, because at this point in time, since that's going to be the next episode you listen to after this, Jasmine, you want to go ahead and tell them? Yes, it's going to be on serial killers. So, super excited. Yes. Um, I don't know about you, but I've got a favorite serial killer. I don't know if everybody does that, but <laughs> <laughs> this is great for me. I also do, and I think ours is the same. well i'm not gonna say it because we're gonna do it (laughs) okay sweet okay okay we'll keep quite a secret too i will tell you though that we are i mean obviously um most of the serial killers are going to be pretty widely known but we're not going to be doing btk first of all because fuck him yeah no fuck that guy yeah we're not going to be doing ted bundy or jeffrey Dahmer or any of those it's going to be um I mean, they're still obviously, like I said, going to be pretty well known, but we're really excited to bring this episode to you. We're going to, or the season rather, we're going to have a couple of special guests also. So it yeah, should be definitely. good. Like um, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, fucking Jeffrey Dahmer, like a Golden State Killer. All of those are great, whatever. That's fine. But they've been done so many times. Like, why reiterate? I'm sure there's a million podcasts with them doing all of those episodes on those people so yeah right so i mean if we get a demand for it at some point we'll go back into that but our goal for right now for season three is not to do those people there will still be some that you're like oh i've heard this a couple times right we're gonna hopefully be able to give you a different perspective because you won't have heard it 25 times definitely definitely yeah so um also just a reminder that we have merch available um, on Instagram and Facebook, you can see the pictures of the things that we have made in our very own living rooms. Um, <laughs> and we are going to continue to make. And we are very excited about it. Um, also, we are running our third contest until season three premieres. So Sweet. keep an eye out for that. This is going to be kind of your last opportunity to go ahead and enroll in that. It's on Facebook. Um, the rules are right on there. It's very simple. You'll be winning a pouch. Um, which we designed, so super cute. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we tried the Instagram last time. It didn't turn out that great, so Facebook is where it's at, you know. Yeah, for now. <laughs> for now, right, until we get more famous. But exactly, we'll <laughs> exactly, until we get, like, mild famous then. <laughs> right. <laughs> By that point, we'll be doing them everywhere, so... Yeah. Yeah, make sure you do that because this is going to be your last chance. Um, second, the season three premieres, that's going to be over. Um, so today we're taking kind of a different turn and we're going to be talking about something that's actually been in the news recently. Um, it isn't specifically true crime, but is a mysterious death. Ooh, what is mm-hmm. it? We are going to be talking about the dying elephants in Botswana. Oh, yeah. I do remember when you were telling me about this. Yes. So, um, unfortunately, there's not a huge amount of information on it because there's not a lot of answers. You know, our favorite thing ever. Um, So, all of our (laughs) information. This, the podcast with no answers. I know, for real. I feel like... (laughs) 
<laughs> if the next couple seasons we really don't get anywhere, we're gonna have to rename it. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll play that by ear. <laughs> that so, is not what you think. What? So let us know what you think. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. For real. You know, I actually, I did receive some feedback recently um, from somebody that I don't know very well. But she was saying that she really enjoyed that we we're doing mysteries. Oh, sweet. Because she was saying that a lot of the true crime podcasts that she's listening to, you know, she's like, while they have answers that, like, you can kind of foresee the ending and you've heard it. She's like, whereas things without answers aren't as frequently done. That is true. That is true. I think it's because a lot of people like closure, but um, we just like to fuck with people's minds and not give them closure. <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, we're going to be adding in some closure a little. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a, a little. Tad. Just a little. Don't get, don't get too excited. <laughs> I know, for real. So do you know where Botswana is? Before uh, I start. Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I want to say... Is it Africa? It is Africa. So Africa is enormous. And the very southernmost country in Africa is South Africa. And Botswana is north of South Africa. Okay. Gotcha. I don't remember if I wrote that down somewhere. So I apologize if I start telling you that again. <laughs> I just wanted to start <laughs> out with that so everybody kind of has an idea of where we're talking. Um, so Botswana, Okavango. I'm already starting. I'm broken. <laughs> Okavango, Okavango, I'm going to say. Delta is a giant game land home to lions, leopards, giraffes, rhinos, hippos, and it has the world's largest population of elephants. It became a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 2014. So from UNESCO directly, um, to be included on this list, they must be of outstanding universal value and meet at least one of 10 selection criteria. So these criteria, I mean, I have them all here, but I think I'm actually just going to tell you the ones that they meet. If anybody's curious, that list is very readily available online. But so it meets three criteria, which are number seven, nine, and 10. Um, number seven states to contain superlative natural phenomenon or areas of exceptional natural beauty and aesthetic importance. Number nine says... To be outstanding examples representing significant ongoing ecological and biological processes in the evolution and development of terrestrial, freshwater, coastal, and marine ecosystems and communities of plants and animals. And number 10 says, to contain the most important and significant natural habitats for in situ conversation of biological diversity, including those containing threatened species of outstanding under universal value from the point a view of science or conservation. So pretty big deal. So being a UNESCO site means that you receive funding and protection and press. So that helps with tourism, especially in places like Botswana. So um, one of the most frequently visited places in Africa for tourism is Victoria Falls. So Victoria Falls is between Zambia, Zimbabwe, and Botswana. Um, Zimbabwe and Zambia have a lot of um, safaris that you can do. Botswana does also. But so it becoming a UNESCO site really helped drive more tourism there, especially because of their elephant population. So that people, when they went to go to that destination of Victoria Falls, they started going through Botswana instead. So it did a lot of really good things for them. So do you have an African country that you'd like to visit? Um, 
I don't know. I think maybe Zimbabwe. Just, and this is really stupid <laughs> because if you remember at Mean Girls, um, when uh, Katie has her party and then her parents come home and then they find like their vase or vases, however you say it, um, she's like, "These are my vases from Zimbabwe." Da, 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 da. That's and funny. I don't remember that. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think that's, like, just because of that, and then, um, I did want to see Rwanda, just because of Hotel Rwanda, but that's not a very good movie or anything, so maybe I shouldn't go there. (laughs) Rwanda's (laughs) actually supposed to be a super cool place. I actually know a couple people who have said incredible things about Ghana, so Ghana's pretty high on my list. Okay, Ghana. Yeah, yeah. Kind of forgot about that. How could I forget about Ghana? I know, right? And then, of course, it, like a lot of people um, want to go to South Africa and places like that. I think um, Botswana would be super cool. When I was in high school, actually, I was part of, um, watch me not remember what it's called now. Um, <laughs> it's like the thing where you defend a country. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Help me. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> um. It's like a club. Mm, I'm drawing a blank. Um, look it up. It's a club. I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing on this episode. I can already tell you. That's hilarious. <laughs> can I be stupid for a second? Yeah. I knew Egypt was in Africa. I mean, do you think it was? Do you consider it just part of the Middle East? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, the technically it is. Sudan. You what? Like Sudan, the same thing. Yeah. I thought Sudan and Egypt were part of the Middle East. Oh. I mean, Egypt is considered part of the Middle East. It's just in Northern Africa. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, The name of this club is right at the tip of my tongue. And I can't think of it. Somebody knows. <laughs> I'm going to Google it, see what I can find. Well, but see, I tried that, and when I Googled it, it's just, like, UNICEF and stuff, and that's not it. It's something, it's two words. Anyways, um, my country was Botswana. (laughs) (laughs) This is not making any sense without context. I just sound insane. Okay, I'm going to let that go. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. It's, like, right there. Anyways, so... The Delta, the Okavanga Delta, is an incredible wetland system, and it's Africa's largest endoheric delta, which basically means that they don't drain into a large body of water. So Botswana is completely landlocked in southern Africa. Um, Okavango Delta is towards the very northern part of Botswana. It's located in the Kalahari Desert, which actually covers parts of Botswana, Namibia, and South Africa. So the desert is enormous. Yes, definitely. So historically, poaching has been the reason for significant decline in African elephants. Between 1979 and 1987, the population went from 1.3 million to 600,000 elephants. Wow. It's literally in half. I know. It's terrible, and it's mostly because of poaching. So according to the World Wildlife Fund, only approximately 415,000 elephants are living in Africa at this time, the entire continent. 
Jesus. Yep. And actually, they're now endangered in Asia. So they're Asian. I'll talk about it in a little bit, but Asian and African elephants are a little bit different. But there's less than 50,000 elephants in Asia. So this delta homes 130,000 elephants. And it's actually, it can have up to 215,000 at any time. But elephants are obviously allowed to roam freely. So they do cross borders. Um So I guess really what's going on here because of this decline, you know, people are asking, you know, why is that happening? So one of the main reasons is hunting or poaching. So poaching is basically just like illegal hunting. So people actually remove the white tusks on either side of an elephant's trunk. Something So the elephants use those to dig, lift, and gather food. So they're pretty imperative to their survival. And um, frequently they kill them before they take those tusks, though, obviously. But they're also used in defense and to protect their trunks, which they need to, you know, drink, breathe, and eat. So they're a very important part of their um, body. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So in Asian elephants, only males have tusks, which I think is just a fun fact. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. But in Africa, I'm not sure how you tell the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So tusks are in super high demand in different parts of Asia, and they're sold and traded illegally. And that's because inside of the husks are high... (laughs) (laughs) Inside of the tusks are ivory. Okay. Do you know anything about ivory or about how exclusive it is? Uh... No, not really. I like, I mean, no. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, so ivory is used for all sorts of goods. So they make different trinkets. They make piano keys. They make um, billiard balls from it. And it can also be used spiritually to protect one from harm in different um, cultures. So they're super easy to carve into different shapes. And actually, if you te- if you Google like ivory figurines, you'll see like crazy intense designs that people have been able to carve um and it's an incredibly smooth in texture okay so gotcha. it's a, yeah the piano keys i was like okay yeah 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 so it's a very coveted material so in 2014 there was a hunting ban on elephants in botswana their president at the time who was ian kama also allowed police to shoot to kill poachers oh so okay. that was pretty controversial, but you know, people, a lot of people were in favor of that um, because, you know, they wanted it to stop. But a lot of people also um, didn't want that because, you know, that means that the hunting ban, like elephants are allowed to ruin their crops and impact their livelihoods. Like there's a lot of farmland there. And if there's more and more elephants and they're not being controlled in any way, then they're losing their crops. I mean, I guess I understand that. Um, that's like having a shit ton of cows and the cows are ruining the shit. Like, exactly. I know there isn't a population control need there. Yeah, but I think, I think like poachers, like they shouldn't be killed. Like nobody should be killed. I agree. Really but I think that I was mean, dramatic. But jailed, maybe. Right. Well, and so elephants also, people were arguing, they're like, okay, well, they trample our livestock, they impede our water supply, and actually, (laughs) in a two-year span between 2017 and 2019, they trampled people and killed 36 people. 
All right, elephants. We're not making a very good case for this. <laughs> They're <laughs> very <laughs> big. <laughs> so Kama's successor, Misisi, lifted this ban. And he did it for locals' livelihoods, even though a lot of people protested it. Because just as many people who were like, no, you know, too many elephants are harming us. A lot of people were like, we need to save this endangered species. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, it, like I said, I get it. It's their livelihoods. Um, but at the same time, I know it's not their choice of where they live, but you know what's around. Like, you know, your land is native to all of these wild animals. Right. It's it's bound to happen, unfortunately. But I agree. I mean, it's not a great situation, but it, it's... It's interesting. I actually kind of agree with the ban and because it, or with the, um, excuse me, with releasing the ban. And mm-hmm. that's because poaching is still illegal. Yeah. So you can just legally hunt now. And I looked this up and you would not believe how much people pay. So Botswana is actually one of the cheaper places to hunt elephants. But if you want to hunt an elephant, it's $1,500 per day and it costs $30,000 to take tusks with you. That is insane. That, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to hunt anything that bad. I mean, I can't imagine paying $1,500 even if you got to take the tusk. Ivory oh, is worth no. that much. Like, that's how crazy that is. And so they're like, okay, well, here's the thing. Um, like, because citizens were arguing, okay, well, if we start killing tourism by killing our elephants, you know, like, that's Botswana's second largest source of income is tourism. But, you know, the president and then other people are, of course, like, well, you know, profits for safaris are significantly lower than profits from hunting. <laughs> so, and on average, they only lose about 300 elephants per year to hunting, but they get all of that revenue. But still, like, look at what's happened. Like, it's... I don't know. Maybe I care about animals too much. <laughs> but like I know, I agree. I think it's just crazy. I think it's crazy too. Um, but most recently, elephants have been falling dead without being hunted and with their tusks still intact. So you know what I was gonna ask you? Um, sorry, but can elephants grow their tusks back? I don't know. Okay, okay. Okay. Sorry. Because I was going to say, no, no, no. I was going to say, because, like, what if, like, they remove the tusk, and if they can grow it back, like, why not just, I don't know, like, I mean, this is going to sound stupid, but what if they try to put, like, a big-ass elephant to sleep and remove the tusk and then just let them wake up? I don't know. I know it's going to suck because they use that for everything pretty much. Right. But instead of killing them, like that's one way. I'm gonna say it's probably not possible to remove them without killing the elephant. But also, um, I mean, even if they could grow them back, which I, I'm gonna say no, but I guess I don't know. <laughs> um, that like it, it's too imperative for their livelihood that they wouldn't like they won't be able to eat now. Gotcha. Yeah. So because it's like taking like cutting our arms off and then i mean we'll we'll be able to survive but it'll just be harder right and with them you know they have a lack of resources so yeah true 
So all of these elephants, there's 350 elephants that have mysteriously died since March of 2020. And this is as of July of this year, according to BBC News. And you said they just died without, like, poachers hunting them or anything like that. They just literally just died. That's correct. They're dead and they have their tusks. So it's been noted that many of the elephants display really unusual behavior immediately before they die. Like walking in circles. Oh, that's weird. Almost if they were like in a transient state or something. Right. And 70% of the dead elephants are next to a water source. Which, I don't know how significant that is because there's a lot of, like, they linger a lot toward water sources. So that actually might not be a significant fact, but it's something that um, National Geographic did point out. Right. That's um, maybe it's significant because maybe a lot of people were saying maybe they're dehydrated, but I don't know. And also, um, many are found face down, which means that, you know, they suddenly died. Hmm. I'm like, I'm Googling the pictures and I do see them like where they're like, they just, it looks like they fell over. Right. Which is crazy. So there's a couple main theories um, that have been gathered. And these theories are um, mainly from the Patriot and HuntinAfrica.com and um, National Geographic, where they're talking about different um, reasons why this could be happening. Because that's super weird for all these elephants to be dying without hunting. Um, And so they're thinking it's possible that it's from cyanobacteria, which is like blue-green algae. And it's a toxic bacteria that's in the water. So they drink the water, but usually this bacteria surrounds the edges of the water and elephants actually drink from the center of a water supply. So it seems kind of unlikely. Um, Another theory that they have is that there's pathogenic microbes like in the water supply or in the ground. Um... Okay, so kind of like, um, what's that stuff that lives in the ground? Like, if you have dogs that they could die from, was it parvo or something like that? I don't know. But yeah, sure. Like that. I was going to say, yeah, that kind of reminds me of that. I think that's what it's called. Maybe it's called something else. Okay. Well, there's also a possibility of anthrax poisoning. So, and that's a disease in the soil that has historically killed elephants. Huh. So I didn't know that was a real thing. It was real, but I mean, I didn't know, like, it was still around. (laughs) Well, and I'll talk about that in a minute, too. But um, another possibility is that humans are poisoning them. But to defend that, they also talk about how, again, why would people be killing elephants to not take their tusks? But also, it's unlikely because other animals would also be consuming this poison and dying. It's not like somebody could hand feed an elephant poison. You know what I mean? So, with that being said, so, like, if the elephant, like, let's just say when the elephant just dies or whatever, and, like, a hyena comes and sees it and they try to eat it, eats the elephant, like, will the hyena get it? Um, It depends on what kind of poison it is, how that works. But okay. if they were going to poison the elephant, it would be in their drinking supply. Gotcha. But which that's means not that area so randomly sparkle or sprinkle shit. 
Right. But then other, like, then you would also be seeing, like, different rhinos and giraffes and leopards dying like that because they would be drinking from the same source. And that's not happening. Yeah, that's true. So it seems very unlikely. And then there's also a possibility of encephalomyocarditis virus. So that's a virus. How come I can say that and I can't say simple words? I know, right? I was like, oh. <laughs> um, so that's a virus that's excreted in rodent shit that basically causes heart failure. <laughs> rodent shit. Yeah. And it can be identified by a frothy airway. So, huh. yeah. And there's also been a lot of recent droughts in Botswana, which makes el- elephants more susceptible to disease. Which, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I know. The club is called Model UN. It just came <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, I would have never guessed that. Like, I heard of it, but I never knew what they did, so. <laughs> yeah, Model UN. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, I actually was looking up the pictures of, like, elephants I googled Botswana elephant deaths, and um, for some reason, most of these elephants that I see that are pictured, they're all, like, their bodies are laying there, and they have, like, a wetness around them, so, like, I don't know if it's, like, maybe they, like, their um, bladder, like, let go, or... How big of wetness, like, surrounding their entire body? So... It's different. So, like, the one, one of the pictures that I'm looking at, it's kind of, like, it's kind of, yeah, like, the length of their body, and it's, like, it's kind of, yeah, it's, like, a dark, it just looks dark brown. Interesting. Another one, yeah, same thing. So, yeah, it's, like, the length, like, the size of their body, like, it's encasing them, and it's just wet, and you can't tell if it's, like, blood, or if it's just water but it for some reason most of these look like that hmm we'll have to post some of those pictures on the instagram so that everybody can see that i actually haven't seen that either yeah it's pretty sad they look really poor guys but yeah i just thought that was weird also i just want to point out that their tusks cannot grow back i looked it up okay gotcha gotcha so that's not a possibility. So um, scientists have done a couple things to go ahead and study what's been happening to them and why they're dying. Um, and keep in mind, this is only since March of this year. So they haven't had an extraordinary amount of time. Um, so they're using their carcasses, water, and soil, and they're being tested after they die. But the problem is, is that they need to test immediately. And several elephants aren't found quickly because keep in mind how vast and open and large this space is. Yeah, I was going to say, um, some of these pictures are pretty terrible, and I'm pretty sure by the time they took these pictures or found these elephants, most of them started decom- decomposition, and they all look, like, flat. Right. Like, and wrinkly. It just, it's bad. I'm sorry, guys, but yeah. It's it's bad news. Um, so, also, to be able to identify anthrax, a blood sample needs to be taken very quickly after their death. Um, They were able to do that a couple times, and they were able to eliminate this possibility. It's not anthrax. And they were also able to eliminate the rodent disease and um, pathogenic microbes. And it's also not possible that it's starvation. 
Okay. Okay. Well, at least we could at least get answers on some of those. <laughs> right. So that basically leaves of their original guesses that leaves that cyanobacteria that's at the um, edges of the water and it leaves human poisoning. And of course it could be something completely different than those two, but of their main theories that they talked about, the three of them have already been eliminated. Yeah. Um, so I wonder like if it's just like that bacteria at like where the water is, I wonder like why it would affect the elephants and not like the rest of the animals that are there. Right. Like same thing. Like we talked about with, um, uh, the poisoning. Right. Right. So, like, it affects them. It should affect everybody. I agree. So that's why I don't really understand, which is too, you know, why originally they thought it would either be anthrax or the rodent ship like <laughs> virus, because in those made the most sense because they would, you know, affect those animals specifically, but it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And so these elephants keep dying and it's still happening and they still have no idea what the cause is. So... Um, and anything that you looked up by chance, did they say, like, did they remove the tusk when they found these elephants or anything? No, not that they said. Okay. Because, like, one idea was, like, well, no, I guess they would have, they would have seen it. But I was, like, what if, like, poachers got, like, super advanced and they were, like, shooting darts full of chemicals some stupid like that i was just thinking about that but like uh, like they shoot them full of chemicals and then they come like they come back and get the tusk or whatever i don't know <laughs> the problem is is that all the tusks have still been intact and it's not i mean i guess they haven't said anything about the tusks being like deformed in any way like they took they somehow got the ivory out of them but left the tusks intact yeah it's nothing oh. like that well, okay, what about this? So what if it was, like, let's say the people who were for the ban and then they got mad uh, that the ban was lifted, like, what if they they could have, um, you know, I'm just going to still say, like, the like a dart or some shit with medicine in it. <laughs> like they could have done it to, this is just a reach, but they could have done it to random elephants and then um, they could have waited and then I'm, because I'm like thinking, why would they leave the tusks on them after they're dead? Why wouldn't they take them out, out of the elephant and then sell them? Because that would help them make more money, like for the Botswana or the area that they're in. I guess they might be. Um, they just aren't sharing that if they are, because it's probably <laughs> super frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I can see what you're saying. It's just, it's super weird. Yeah, like it's a it's tragic, but at the same time, it helps them with um, funding and stuff and revenue and all that and all the money that they could be getting from the tusk. Oh yeah, I mean, if they're already dead. Yeah. The problem is too. I know. Well, the problem is too is that it's pretty illegal to do that. Yeah. So (laughs) there, you know what I mean. So that's why it's not being shared. So potentially is being done. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So we're going to be keeping up with this. Um, And if any news comes out and they find out what is actually causing the mysterious death of these elephants, we will share it with you guys. Do not worry about that. Um, And if it does happen, I'll also post links on our Facebook page and stuff like that. 
Um, for today, our sources, because I didn't say it in the beginning, were UNESCO World Heritage Site, Conservation Biology, University of Washington article, um, FIS.org, Science Alert, Smithsonian Magazine, World Wildlife Org, um, BBC News, The Patriot, Hunt in Africa, and National Geographic. All right. Yeah, so completely insane case. Yeah, I would kind of recommend you guys go look at these pictures just so you can see these elephants and how weird. Like, when I said earlier, they look like they just fell over. Like, that was it. It looks like they fell over and couldn't get back up. Yeah, seriously. They, I mean, like, a lot of them are face-planted, which, I mean, is a huge indicator of sudden death, which does not make sense. No, definitely not. And then, like, you know, they're native to these lands. These are the, the types of environments they need to be in to thrive. So it's super weird. It's, yeah. Yeah. And 350 elephants in the span of, it was like four months that they had gotten that number. So it's been more since then. But that's a lot. They usually lose 300 a year to hunting. And this yeah. is without hunting. <laughs> and when did this start again? March of 2020. <laughs> 2020 okay right 2020 fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> it's just a curse it is oh, i'm gonna say covid i mean i guess it's possible i don't know what they're doing in terms of testing to see if that has anything to do with it yeah one of the pictures that i um looked at it said something about COVID, possible covid 19 or something like that mm-hmm. like that would be legit because we don't know anything about covid so i know yeah, it is possible. I will not rule that out. Hopefully we'll have answers in a little bit. And hopefully all these elephants stop dying. Because like they said, I mean, if they're going to allow hunting and there's going to only be 300 per year that are going to die and there's going to be a profit from it and it's going to lead to that increased revenue, then okay. But to just have them dying for no reason. It's not okay. We need answers. It's so bad. For, you know, for obviously for the elephant's livelihood, it could also eventually remove them from the UNESCO World Heritage Site, which would, you know, ruin their tourism if all these elephants die. Right, exactly. Unfortunately, that's stuff we have to think about. I know. We need to protect all the endangered species. Absolutely. I, yeah. Our, so off note, off topic real quick, like always, um, are pandas endangered? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, because if they ever go to be endangered, I hope that they never will be. But I will do my part into making sure that they never go endangered. Because I love pandas. Why do you love pandas? Because they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was watching a video of, um, like, a zookeeper trying to clean, like, their habitat and stuff that they're in. And, like, they're just little babies. And they go and they, like, roll around and they want to play. And they kept, like... They would jump into her little basket where she was collecting the leaves, and then she would, like, pull them out, and then they would go back in. And it's like having a baby. They're so cute. (laughs) How about we just save all of the animals except for, like, crocodiles? And hyenas. Yeah, that's fine. I'm good with that. Or what are the other ones? Are there prairie dogs, I think, are the other ones? Something like that. Crocodiles, alligators, um, mosquitoes, flies uh wasps yeah yellow jackets any of those yeah all those all those things can die but let's save the elephants please (laughs) oh love bugs 
Love bugs. Fuck those guys. I hate those things. Why? Love bugs? Like, do they have those in Chicago? Do you know what a love bug is? To me, it's a ladybug. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> uh, you are very wrong. A love bug is this ugly black insect. So it's like two of them attached at the butt. And they have like orange heads. And they, they're like mosquitoes. They don't sting or anything. They're just really annoying. And they're in Florida. All my Florida peeps, or if you've ever been to Florida, fuck the love bugs. Oh my god, I just looked that up and that is horrifying. They're disgusting. It's like a double spider, but with an orange head. It's gross. Look up love bugs in Florida. There you go. And they come out like crazy. They're worse than flies. And like they're like some of the pictures are of them on cars. That's literally how your cars are throughout the entire love bug season. Oh my god, how big are they? They're not big. They're like the size of a fly. That's too big. <laughs> <laughs> they're just weird because they're attached. It's two of them attached. Yeah, that's like, it's freaky. Yeah, and they they come in swarms. But like I said, they don't bite or anything. They're just really annoying. Oh my god, we're having never to move to Florida. <laughs> all right i'll let you know and while we're at it let's kill all the australian spiders oh my god let's kill okay okay i never want to go to australia i mean i do but i don't what no it's just because i see all of the ginormous jumbo sized insects that they have in australia and they terrify me like you said the spider no 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 <laughs> yeah basically australia everything there is terrifying so but i really want to go because they have this little especially when i go to western australia because they have this really beautiful looking national park it's called corrigine national park and it's like halfway between perth and darwin which is like kind of a pain in the ass for somebody who doesn't live there um but i really want to go yeah nah i just looked up <laughs> australia bugs and um first of all big ass centipedes that are the length of your arm nope that's a joke right no it's i see somebody literally with a centipede on their arm and it's fucking huge um let's say these big old spiders yeah no i'm good um, <laughs> what else is there uh, let's stop this is getting scary <laughs> oh big moths oh no oh my god oh, oh australia yeah, no, don't know I how mean, you do it. <laughs> I'm, I mean, maybe it would be nice to go visit, but I'm I'm gonna pass on the bugs, please. Not, <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> but no matter what, save the elephants. Save the elephants because they're cute and they're terrifying, and they deserve to be saved. <laughs> and, and they're, I mean, they're really valuable for different resources and stuff like that, and they're, you know. They are. They're beautiful creatures, and they're nearing endangered. They are endangered in Asia, but they're nearing being endangered in Africa. And they're so beautiful, and they help with their tourism. And just, you know. And they're majestic. They're majestic, yeah. So <laughs> so save the elephants, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. Um, we are excited to bring you our next season coming soon, so stay tuned for that. And until next time, bye. Bye. 
hey guys, it's Jasmine and Valerie. Um, oh, I should have this time, my bad. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. And welcome to our um, life corner. Why do I always forget it? I don't know. It's really <laughs> not that hard of a name. <laughs> I know. For some reason, I want to say our TED Talk all the time. Like, I don't <laughs> we can call why. it that. <laughs> it's okay. Life corner. I'm going to remember that. Welcome to our okay. TED Talk. <laughs> So, uh, for today's life quarter, um, we are going to talk about the scariest books to us. So, um, I know in the episode we left off about talking about love bugs and how I'm terrified to go to Australia because of their ginormous bugs. So, I'm going to keep it going and... Nobody's going to listen to this. Everybody's going to be like, uh, pass. (laughs) So give me three. Give me three most scary bugs. Okay. First scary bug is any kind of spider. Little, big, medium, brown, pink, I don't care. Spider. (laughs) Okay. Okay. My next scariest thing is going to have to be, um, I'm going to say, what is it? Oh, those, um, those horn, the big giant hornets. They're not hornets, but they're like Japanese. Oh, what are they called? They were like the the killer bees or whatever they were. That <laughs> <laughs> murder hornets. That's what it was. Murder hornets. Got it. So, like, yeah, me and Anton has seen an episode on seventy five most deadliest animals in the world. It's on like Netflix or something, and the murder hornets were on there, and those are terrifying. Um, <laughs> And I'm going to say maybe centipedes. Yeah, centipedes are fucking horrifying. Okay, there we go. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be with you on the centipedes, actually. That's going to have to be... They just... I remember um, in my house in Illinois, my family was getting new carpet, and I was, like, maybe 16. Um... And I saw a centipede in my room. Oh, no. And it was like three days before we got new carpet. And I did not sleep in my room until we got the new carpet. Because I could not find it. Because I was having my brother help me look for it. I was like, you need to kill this guy. Like, I cannot sleep in this room with a centipede in here. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hard pass. Um, I also, <laughs> I um, I hate butterflies. <laughs> Do you really? I think that they're really creepy. What? I know. There's no reason that anything should fly that closely to people and not be afraid of it. One, okay, so I was in Tennessee when I was like 13 and one landed on my shoulder and it just basically ruined my life. <laughs> so I don't like butterflies. Um, Spiders don't bother me, but butterflies can fuck right off. Shut the fuck up. And also I hate roaches okay yeah i, I can get with you with that like one. i can't they just they give me like i can barely even kill them like it's the only thing that i have an issue with and like water bugs too because they look just alike and i know that they're different but like just the like crunch of them like makes me like scream when i have to touch them yeah can i add one more to yes my- <laughs> There's these fucking... So the other day, the other night, we were in the garage when my family 
came to visit us. And my cousin, there's this big ass like beetle looking thing with wings and he grabbed it. And when he grabbed it, it started screaming. What <laughs> animal is that? Oh my God. Scream. No. That's a no for what me. What is that? I was like, what the fuck? And no, you know what? The other day I was walking into work. Or no, from work, I think. I was walking to my car. And it was that same kind of bug. And I stepped too close to it. And it started screaming. What is that? It's like a beetle or something. Oh, my God. Let me Google screaming beetle. I never, thankfully, have never seen this. Beetle, North Carolina. Oh, damn. I should have said that. Fucking screaming beetle. Is it a cicada? Oh, are you talking about cicadas? Fuck the cicadas. How about that? So cicadas only come out once every 17 years in Illinois. Well, you know, they're here and they need to leave. They are always here. I remember all the time when I first moved here, like when I would step outside, I'd be like, what? is that because it's such a weird like chirping noise that they make it's yeah. not not a chirp that's not a good it sounds it's, like it's screeching like a way. like a screeching cricket that doesn't shut the right. fuck up yeah oh i got real life chills i cannot jasmine actually made a um a really pretty necklace of the cicada it's a literal cicada in there no jasmine no <laughs> No, no, really no, cool. no. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> uh, oh, no. oh, sorry, not you, Jasmine. I guess I'm talking about a different Jasmine if that was not yeah, evident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that that was your name for a second. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You obviously know I'm not talking about you. <laughs> Our friend Jasmine makes jewelry. Her um, Etsy is Fleeting Alchemist. She does really cool stuff. And yeah, she did a really awesome cicada necklace. I like... I was so tempted to buy it because I really liked it, but I just can't imagine wearing an actual cicada on my neck. Oh, fucking crazy. Like, can I <laughs> adjust real quick? And, um, yeah, no. And your thing about butterflies, I like butterflies, but I do not like moths. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, no, fuck moths. They're <laughs> the worst. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, there we are. Now you know. I'm sure cool. nobody listened to this. They were like, oh, you're going to talk about bugs? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, fuck those bugs. But if you did listen, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, you know, don't judge us. Yeah. We're trying. Yeah, man. It's okay. We all have our thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll know if anybody listened because they're going to call me out about the butterfly thing. Yeah, they're like, what's <laughs> I know, I know. (laughs) All right, guys, we're excited to see you for season three. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.